In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Today we celebrate the three great and holy hierarchs and teachers of the Church, Basil the Great, Gregory the Theologian, and John Chrysostom. These three great luminaries of the Church share this same feast day to settle an argument in the Church of which of the three was the greatest of the theologians or the most wise in teaching the theology of the Church. As a solution, the Church said all three are great and essential to understanding in the faith, and thus they share this same feast day on January 30th of each year. It's fitting that the epistle which was read today is about right theology, about the importance of knowing God himself and what God has revealed himself to us and what he has taught. And in that epistle, we come to recognize that God stands outside of time because God himself created time and space. In St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews in chapter 13, verse 7 through 16, we hear these beautiful words that George read today. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Most of us hear those words to understand it as Jesus Christ never changes, that somehow or another he doesn't keep up with time, that somehow or another his teaching is thousands of years old, and somehow or another we think that we are more intelligent, more cultured, and live in a gentler time. But to think this way is to totally misunderstand who and what God is and what time and space mean. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever because all time is now for God. God stands outside of time. God transcends all time. God knows what we will do tomorrow because tomorrow is now for God. Time is a creature created by God for us humans and for all creatures of this world and of all the cosmos. God himself is above and beyond time, which is why we say that God is present everywhere and fills all things. He is unchanging once again because he himself created time and space for our well-being. Do not be, the epistle reading goes on to teach us and to instruct us of what we ought to do with this understanding. It says, do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings. And so many of those teachings that we hear in the media, on the news, sometimes even in our schools and our homes, in fact are very strange and very misleading and lead not to life but to death itself. <clears throat> because to not understand God 
do not understand who and what he is and what it means that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever is to be led astray by the wills of the winds of our time. St. Paul in his instruction once again says, do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings, for it is well that the heart be strengthened by grace, that our hearts and our minds and our souls are strengthened by the very presence of the living God who knows all things, because he created all things, who knows all times because he created time. And St. Paul says that the heart be strengthened by grace, not by food, which has no benefit to the inheritance of the faith. And so the epistle reading today reminds us that we as Orthodox Christians must truly understand the teachings of what God himself has revealed to us. And thus, we today commemorate the three great ecumenical teachers of the church, St. Basil, St. Gregory, and St. John Chrysostom. And each of us would do well to study these writers and teachers so that we may understand the faith on a much deeper level than simply that which we inherited from others, but that we might dive into the depths of orthodoxy and discover its gems and realize that orthodoxy does not simply float on the surface of the sea, but rather it is deep and rich and full of life. We see this lived out today in the Gospel reading this beautiful gospel about Zacchaeus, Saint Zacchaeus, who was a tax collector, and in fact, the chief tax collector and very rich, and perhaps very much despised by those whom he collected taxes from. But today, as we hear in the gospel reading, Zacchaeus is transformed because he understands who Jesus Christ is. The gospel said to us today, at that time Jesus was passing by on his way to Jericho. And there was a man named Zacchaeus, and he was a chief tax collector and rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was. Zacchaeus was seeking something very different than who and what he had become. Zacchaeus understood that his life somehow or another was very empty, even though he was rich and had a great possession, position. And he sought to see who Jesus was because he had heard about him. And he could not, according to the gospel. There were crowds around him and Jesus was passing by on the road and he couldn't see past all of the people. And we hear about the great desire that Zacchaeus had to see the Lord, to simply catch a glimpse of him with his own eyes. And this man who probably was advanced in years since he was the chief tax collector, the gospel says that he ran on ahead along that road 
and he found a sycamore tree along the side of that road, and he climbed up into that tree and out into the limb so that he could get himself out beyond the crowds and to see Jesus himself. The gospel tells us something very beautiful happened at that moment. As Jesus was passing by, he looks up and he sees in the tree something that must have seemed very strange because Zacchaeus was not a child. But Zacchaeus had climbed up into that tree and was hanging out over the street so that he could catch but a glimpse of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ comes to him and looks up and says, Zacchaeus, hurry up. Come down, make haste and come down from that tree, for today I must stay in your home. Jesus Christ knows the heart of every one of us, and he knew the heart of Zacchaeus. He knew that Zacchaeus had a great desire to know the Lord. And so our Lord responded to his prayer, to his desire. And he said, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, and today I will stay in your house. And the crowds began to murmur. They heard that Jesus Christ was going to the house of this tax collector, the one whom they thought had been cheating them out of their money, the one who had been taking their hard-earned money and perhaps even threatened them with jail time if they didn't pay. And the crowds murmured, but our Lord, knowing the heart of every man, of every one of us, knew that Zacchaeus had desired to change and knew that Zacchaeus desired to see the Lord. And so he went into Zacchaeus' house, and they sat at table and they dined. And our Lord taught while he was in that household. And as would be the tradition of the host, at some point he would stand and he would, he would speak. And Zacchaeus that day, with the Lord in his house, was transformed. And Zacchaeus stood up as the host of that feast, and he said to all those who were there, but particularly to our Lord, and so he said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And I mentioned earlier that Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus had great wealth. So that day he gave away a huge sum of money to all of those who were in need. And Zacchaeus at the same moment was not only generous, but Zacchaeus was repentant. Zacchaeus wanted to turn away from his sinful ways. And he said, Lord, not only do I give half of my money and wealth to the poor, but if I have cheated anyone, I will restore it to them four times as much, fourfold. And Jesus Christ understands what took place in Zacchaeus' heart and in his mind. Zacchaeus repented. Zacchaeus sought to follow the Lord, having seen our Lord with his eyes, having heard about him, but on this very day, hearing the words of our Lord himself, Zacchaeus is transformed. 
It's why you and I must study the Word of God. It's why you and I must know the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Scriptures in depth. It's why Basil and Gregory and John Chrysostom are so important in our lives so that we may dive into the depths of our faith and understand and be transformed as Zacchaeus was this day. And our Lord responds to him and he says, Today salvation has come to this house. Notice he does not simply say, Zacchaeus, today you are saved. But rather he says to Zacchaeus, Today salvation has come to this entire household. And Zacchaeus being transformed and being converted to the Lord, he transforms, converts, and saves his entire household. And Jesus Christ honors him with the words that you and I should pray that we hear. For our Lord said to him, Today salvation has come to this house since he is also a son of Abraham. Meaning that Zacchaeus this day becomes one of the children of God and the inheritor of the promise made to Abraham that salvation would come of his household and that the seeds of his offspring would be as great as the, sea, the sands of the sea. And so this day salvation comes and Jesus Christ ends that gospel with these beautiful words. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. These beautiful words that remind us once again, as we heard last week, that Jesus Christ is the physician, as the healer, as the Savior, comes not for those who are perfect, because only one is perfect, and that is God. But he comes for those of us who are broken, who are sinful, who are far away from God. For the Son of Man, which is a messianic title, meaning the Messiah or the Christ, comes to seek and to save all of us who are lost and far away from God. He calls all of us to come to his household, not only the righteous, but the sinners like Zacchaeus and like the great Paul, and of all of those who have come before us who are broken of heart and sinful and far away from God, he calls us to the banquet feast this day that salvation may come to our house. Let us rejoice in this good news that God came to seek us who were lost and perhaps who are lost. And he comes to give us life everlasting that we might attain eternal life and great joy in this world and in the kingdom to come. Let us be like Zacchaeus, a desire to see the Lord and actively work on being with him and be willing to go out of our way and to climb even the heights that we might see him in hopes and in prayer that he will invite us into the house of our heart and of our mind and of our very households that our households may become a place 
and a source of salvation through Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Amen.